Did Jesus Christ waste his time on Good Friday? That may seem like an odd question, but trust me, my brothers and sisters, it really is not. Did Jesus waste his time on Good Friday? Objectively speaking, of course, Jesus Christ did not waste his time on Good Friday or on any other day of his earthly life. As he said in John chapter 6, verse 38, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And that will of the Father reached its climactic point on this day, a little more than 2,000 years ago, when he gave his life as an offering for sin, as Isaiah puts it in today's first reading, so that we, all of us, all people, could have the hope of being cleansed of our sins and living forever in his kingdom. Our second reading puts it beautifully, that text from Hebrews, it says, Son though he was, Jesus learned obedience from what he suffered, and when he was made perfect through the resurrection, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. The sacrifice of Jesus on Mount Calvary was sufficient, perfectly sufficient. Sufficient for the forgiveness of any and every sin. Every sin th throughout human history, from the sin of our first parents, Adam and Eve, to the final sin that will be committed in this world just before the second coming of Christ and the final judgment. That's the good news. That's the good news of Good Friday. That's why we call Good Friday good. So objectively speaking, it is finished. Salvation has been won for us. Jesus has accomplished his mission. He's accomplished it perfectly, the mission he had from the Father. From that perspective, he definitely did not waste his time. But you know what? Subjectively speaking, he might have. In other words, though it's an objective fact that salvation has been made possible for all of us, by the passion and death and resurrection of our Savior. If we do not actually experience that salvation personally, subjectively, then in a real sense you could say that Jesus wasted his time for us in going through all of those horrors that we heard about a few moments ago in this Gospel. You could even say he wasted his time if, on a given occasion, we refuse to accept the forgiveness that he's already given us. What brought all of this to mind was something that happens every once in a while in the sacrament of confession. I'm sure Father Judice can attest to this as well as I can. Every once in a while, a person will come into the confessional and say, Father, I committed such and such a sin many years ago, and I've confessed it before. Actually, I've confessed it a number of times. But you know what, Father? It still bothers me. That guilt still hangs over my head. I think of it all the time. It bothers me almost every day. The priest will say, well, did you commit the sin again? Oh, no, Father, I only did it that one time, but I still feel like I'm guilty. Well, the priest will then try to help the person to understand that since they've confessed the sin, 
with true contrition in their heart and been absolved from it in the sacrament of confession, Jesus has forgiven it. Totally, completely. He's wiped it away. So the priest will tell them they need to make the effort to forgive themselves for the sin and let it go. But there are some people who will still, still insist they can't. At that point, as the priest in the confessional, I will usually say something to this effect. I'll say, okay, here's what I want you to do. When this confession is over, I want you to go out into the main part of the church. I want you to kneel down, and I want you to look at that big crucifix on the back wall. And then I want you to spend some time, and I don't just mean a few seconds. I want you to spend some time really thinking about what Jesus went through on Holy Thursday and on Good Friday. How he was beaten, how he was kicked, how he was whipped, how he was spat upon, how he was beaten up, and finally crucified. You spend some quality time really thinking about that. You saw the passion of the Christ. Remember everything you saw in that film as best you can. The stuff you haven't blocked out because it was so horrible. And then I want you to look up at Jesus on that cross and you say to him in your heart, Lord Jesus, I know. I know you went through all of that, through that living hell, so that I could be forgiven so that I could be forgiven for this sin that I'm clinging to, for every sin in my life. But you, th you see, Lord Jesus, even though you did all of that for me, even though you've forgiven me, the fact of the matter is, I can't forgive myself. So I guess, Lord Jesus, that you wasted your time. You went through all of that for me, dying on that cross for nothing. I usually end by saying to the person, do you really want to say that to Jesus? Do you really want to tell him that as far as you're concerned, he went through that living hell, all that pain, all that suffering, for nothing? Sometimes that will help the person finally to move beyond their self-loathing and find some peace. My brothers and sisters, by seeking the Lord's forgiveness as often as we need it, which is every day, and by forgiving ourselves after Jesus Christ has already forgiven us, by doing those things, we make the passion and death of Jesus personally subjectively worthwhile. So the message from our loving Lord tonight to each and every one of us is very simple. It says to each of us, remember. Remember all that I did to save your soul. Thank me. Thank me from the bottom of your heart. And then make sure Make sure, above all else, that I did not waste my time on that cross, suffering and dying for you.